to Wait, You Haven't Seen That, the podcast. I'm Megan Weikais. And I'm Brie Cole. I'm C. Saluna. And uh, this is our first episode where <laughs> essentially <laughs> Megan and I drag Brie further into nerd fandom. Uh, <laughs> Accurate, yes, that's a correct <laughs> statement. Um, essentially, uh, we've all become friends. We have a lot of fandoms we enjoy, and Megan and I in particular, and when we learned that Brie had never seen the Star Wars series, like any of it actually, we freaked out a little bit. <laughs> and we I were like... I have seen Spaceballs though, I feel like that's a pretty... That's an important, important thing. piece that... of my Star Wars knowledge. Yes. And <laughs> I just assumed that Spaceballs so, happen in a vacuum. Right, so a lot of out of context references, Brie understands, uh... But it's yeah. a pretty unique perspective to come to. Just like yeah, yeah. And, and like, how spoiled are you, Brie? Like, do you know any of the big plot points in Star Wars? I, from uh, like Black Sheep or Tommy Boy or something, I know that yes. Darth Vader <laughs> is Luke's father. Okay, All okay. Right. From All right. him talking into the fan. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Yes. yes. Okay. Right. That makes sense. Absolutely. Cool. So that's your baseline there. Yeah. Uh, any other big spoilers? That you're aware of? Um, because that's a big one. I mean, obviously, that's the that main one. But a how huge could reveal. You, yeah. But yeah, if, mm-hmm. if you're living in the world today, I don't know how you don't know that. Also, like Darth Vader, Dark Father. Yeah. Literally, it's in the t- name. I don't know. You know. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nothing else. I mean, other than like the font, the traveler <laughs> font, yeah, sure, line sure, sure. thing. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Alright. That's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, I can't believe how spoiler-free you are. And I could tell while we were watching it. So, we just watched it for the first time, the three of us together. And, uh, so we'll have a reaction video available for our Patreon listeners. Um, but basically, it's, uh, it was a lot of fun, number one. Number two, it was very clear, abundantly early on, uh, how spoiler-free Brie is. So, she, she's definitely said things that, you know, Sista and I try not to react to anything. Um, but we, we try. But we definitely share looks, so you'll see those in the video, too. Some giggling. <laughs> yes. uh, there's a lot of side giggling, some shared glances. Yes. Um, but yeah, so, so Brie is pretty spoiler-free, which is wonderful. Um, so, let's kick off this conversation, and Brie, I just want to ask you, what did you think? think? Did it live up to the hype? Were you like, what the fuck is this? Like, um, I like the variety of aliens there were. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, sure. Uh, I don't, I guess so. Like, I, I feel like I'm a solid hofty <laughs> Sure, sure. <laughs> That's totally fair. Totally fair. What were some of the things that you, well, like, what were your takeaways? Like, what did you like the most? Uh, I liked Princess Leia, which is the correct pronunciation of her name. (laughs) We did notice that. Yeah. While we were watching it, we noticed that one of the generals, when he was speaking, was like, Princess Leia. We're all like, nah, that ain't the way to do it. It's not her real name. (laughs) Also, like, who in editing didn't catch that? That is (laughs) some mistake. offensive. (laughs) 
as like people who get our names butchered. It's true, constantly. It's that was just a total affront. So that was pretty appalling. Yeah, and especially because she's the one that like is the only one with any of the real solutions and ideas and mm-hmm. action. Sure. And like, Han Solo and Luke are real dumb. They <laughs> they sure are. They and sure just are. Gryffindoring everywhere. Yeah, that's also accurate. Side note, guys, there will be a lot of <laughs> references to Harry Potter slash Potterotica. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So shout out to Danny Lindsay and Ellie of the Potterotica podcast. We do love you guys. Whoop, whoop. Um, yes, one of the basis of our friendship, I think, was around the Potterotica podcast. So Definitely. just shout out. If you haven't listened to that, go check out their pod. It's just a hilarious, horny time. So... It's magical and sexy and hilarious. It's everything. Um, but yeah, to get back to what Brie was saying um, about Carrie Fisher, just talking about the casting choice of that, um, I did want to tell you guys this. I was like chomping at the bit right after we got done watching it. I was like, ah, I need to talk about all these things. And I was like, no, I have to wait until the podcast. Um, but Carrie Fisher was initially hired um, with the contingency that she loses 10 pounds. So that was something that she had to do. Um, She is obviously, uh, Debbie Reynolds was her mother, um, so I don't know if you were aware of that, but yeah. Um, So I I mean, you can see the resemblance for sure. But uh, So she, I think, was the biggest name of the three of them, of Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and, uh, and Harrison Ford. She was the biggest name on the scene at the time. Um, and for, for her to be contracted in that way, I mean, definitely was upsetting for me to read. Um, I was like, fuck you, Hollywood. How dare you tell her to lose 10 pounds? Um, she's already like a super babe, so I can't even. And she had a fucking eating disorder. Right. Yep. That is correct. Like trash. That is correct. uh, Yeah. I wonder why that happened. I I can't imagine. imagine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, all the things. And we'll get more into the sexualization of Princess Leia in future episodes, but... We're not there yet. <laughs> We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Um, but yeah, so I I love Carrie Fisher in this movie. I think she's a badass, mm-hmm. and um, she definitely, I mean, is the voice of the Rebellion throughout, I think. Uh, the only one with any brains, I think, also. <laughs> Sorry, of the trio of them, right? Of and uh, all Han, Luke, and Leia. Right. <laughs> Brie thinks everyone's banging, so that's the thing that's happening. But uh, but I think she is like the one with like the the plan, and she's she's got things kind of figured out. She's like, uh, I'm sorry, you don't have an escape plan figured out at this point. Right. Like you're just like busting in here, guns a blazing, blasters going off, and totally. just expect to rescue me, damsel in distress. I don't fucking think so. Give me your goddamn plaster. I'm going to shoot better than you, and I'm going to come up with a plan, and everything's going to be fine. Totally. And I'm going to execute the plan, because, like, I'm not just shooting my wad everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, and she is, like, from the very beginning, right, she has, she's the bigger picture in mind, which is kind of like, you know, in comparing her to the other two main characters, yeah. you know, like, Luke is just... A teenager who, I don't know. Teenage farm boy, right? Teenage farm boy who, like, (laughs) wants bigger dreams, but also is a teenager, so, like, uh, he's so dumb. But also, like, you know, he's on his little journey. He has to start somewhere, and I get that. And, you know, Han is, only looks out for himself. Like, yes, he can be resourceful and, you know, very intelligent about choices when they 
benefit him directly. Correct. Whereas, like, Leia is trying to play the long game. There are much big thing, bigger things at stake, and she's trying to, like, you know, enact some change in the world. Right. So, And, yeah. I mean, spoilers, but, like, Homegirl, like, watches her planet be fucking destroyed. Yeah. Right? And she's like, we don't have time for emotional reactions. I gotta get this done. <laughs> ba ba bum Like, right? She's, like, right? on a fucking mission the whole time. She's a badass, and I love her. So. Exactly. And I'm glad yeah. that her character, that right, that she is such a, like, a wonderful character, and we get to see her in all of her, you know, active, sassy, just, like, take-chargeness. Um, yeah, exactly. She is the only female character in right? this movie, which is a continual... Which is upsetting. Right. I mean, that's, it's like the Smurfette... Does not pass the yeah. Bechdel test. No, it doesn't. It's, <laughs> it's the Smurfette trope, right? There's yeah. just one chick and, like, yep. among all the dudes. Yep. Um, She's a badass, but... She is, yeah. yeah. And I will say that, like, as a kid, I mean, I really loved her and, you know appreciated she was there even if she was the only one but she's such an excellent one that it's kind of like right thank god she's so excellent in yeah. that regard yeah yeah but like what do you think that was actually like for carrie fisher on the set just all fucking dudes i mean i'm sure that's rough. her right exactly yeah <laughs> it's gotta be rough right that's her life too well and we could also kind of like move into i mean because there are other women involved in this production right 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 like probably the most important one is uh, George Lucas's wife at, at the time. Oh, yeah. Marcia mm-hmm. Lucas, because it was a very different movie, mm-hmm. like, when he originally um, envisioned it. It had a lot of... It was filled with a lot of things that did not serve the general storyline, just a lot of, like, detail, and she, like, kept editing it for him and being like, nope, go back to the drawing board, go back to the drawing board, and then mm-hmm. she actually edited this movie. And didn't she win an Academy Award for this uh, one? Ooh, good question. Cool. I'm actually yeah. not sure if she did. That, like, this, her role in kind because, you know, a movie is made three times. Uh, this, the, the screenplay, uh, the acting performances, and then, like, in the editing room, right? Right. So, yeah, she kind of, like, was a big part of, like, making the story be like what it became kind of deal this will like we'll bring it up we'll bring it up again once we get to the prequels because yeah. there's Did a clear shit it for it? <laughs> oh yeah yeah because she was like very established as like an editor and stuff yeah, yeah. she's like the prequels will have a whole field day we'll come back prequels. to this idea <laughs> we'll come back to this idea because there will be a contrast and we'll get to talk about it absolutely yes 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 but just kind of like I don't know, like, delving into, like, some of the background stuff and, like, how movies are made, you know, it is so, it's really cool to see, like, that, yeah, like, George Lucas came up with all the, these mm-hmm. ideas, but, like, what got pared down and then what they, because they had a small budget, too, for this first one, like, and what, what so... You, what was the budget? It's... Oh, God, it was so minimal. But it comparatively. Was so minimal, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only way, the only reason that Lucas got this one greenlit um, was because of, oh gosh, the movie he did right before that, and of course now I'm blanking on it. Um, oh, American Space Graffiti, mm-hmm. American Graffiti, yep. Which is why he knew about Han Solo, right? That's why he he found out about Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Harrison Ford has a has a small role in uh, American Graffiti. That was his first role on scene, and he actually and Lucas actually asked him to read for other parts. Um, and so he was just wanting 
Harrison Ford to read these parts so that he could find his Han Solo, and he read with Mark Hamill, Harry, Carrie Fisher, um, you know, some of the other cast members, and Lucas was like, all right, yeah, you probably need to be in this movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you are Han Solo. We need to make this happen. So that's what happened with that. Um, he wasn't even signed on originally. And, and Lucas actually didn't want to use him because he was like, uh, I want to find somebody who's no name. Mm-hmm. That was, a, that was an, also an intention behind the casting was like, I'm trying to find no name people um, to build this uh, franchise around. Um, but I did look up in the meantime what we we're talking about with uh, Mar- Marcia. Marcia? Yeah. Yeah. Marcia? 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 Something. Something, Lucas. Sorry. Marcia? I don't know. Anyway, sorry about After it, girl. We just had right? We had a whole rant reason. about it. Ups, 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 sorry. Uh, so she did, uh, in the Saturn Awards, they got an outstanding editing, um, and she was one of the people listed, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Thank God for her, because I tell you what, listen, George Lucas, he's great in a lot of ways, but also, he needs people that will help rein him in sometimes. Yep. As we watched in this one, um, fucking remastered. Yeah, yeah. We, I'm so, so sorry, guys. We watched the remastered ones because that's what I had on hand, and uh, oh, oh man, it's apparent those it's distracting. Those CGI inserts are not the best. They distract from the story, and they're not well executed, in my opinion. And just like a whole shot with just animal ass. Yeah, <laughs> for like a minute, a straight fucking minute. <laughs> And Accurate, it wasn't even like true, a cute true, touch. True. It was like a <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a blob. Yeah, I don't know. Blob, a little scaly. Yeah, some scaly wrinkles. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't no. the best. So anyway, um, George Lucas needs to be reined in, um, and we'll get into the prequels eventually. And that's when Lucas really needed to be reined in. Because yeah. we'll again, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there, guys. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. like when I'm shopping at Target and BB has to be like, "You don't need all the gold things." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the sequins. Put it back, right? <laughs> but who doesn't need somebody in their life being like, "Can you please rein it in for a second? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's yes. very helpful. accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, um, so. Um, so moving on a little bit, um, what, so, in our reaction video, you guys will see a lot of this, but Bree's attention to detail is much more than sees to eyes, uh, and that's, you know, because I think you've got an eye for that kind of stuff, but tell me a little bit about the fashion choices, and what you think about the costume. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the, the alien bar scene, yes. um, this alien's got on, like, this cute little orange puffy coat quilted, really like that, <laughs> um, and then Darth Vader's got on this, like, quilted black sweater situation that I also really liked. Um, a lot of quilting. Yes. Yeah, the, the quilting <laughs> the theme seems is emerging. to be, like... They're, you know, like, that's the fashion of the outer space. Quilting mm-hmm. cloaks and robes. Yeah. And ponchos. Yeah. Ponchos. Definitely peeped a poncho. That was a very in. cute poncho with, like, in a nice little season. trim. Mm-hmm. Yes. Contrasting brown trim. Yes. Nice little classy detail on the uh, shoulder. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did really enjoy that poncho. Yeah. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> um, Princess Leia's dress, you know, like, pretty cute. Uh, the hair, I was definitely, that weave is very impressive. <laughs> hey, hats off. That's beautiful. So Celebrate beautiful. the wig. Yeah. Yes. And that, like, beautiful, like, braid bun situation, I, I found myself very enchanted with that. 
Totally. I mean, it like created a phenomenon. I mean, speak, I mean, to go back to your, you know, core, like... <laughs> Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your touchstone for all of these movies is Spaceballs. It makes it into that guy. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. But it's in in Spaceballs, it's like an earmuff thing. Yeah. Yes. Yep. You know, so it's like... And that would, you know, and I think in pop culture there's certain unavoidable things, you know, Absolutely. like Star Wars that, sure. you know, the Pizza the Hut, which I'm, I am really sad I didn't actually get to see Jabba the Hut in <sighs> his OG form. Yeah. That was, he was that a very excellent puppet, upset. I will he say He was originally. remastered and it was yeah. just, a, it was upsetting. Disgusting. Yeah. I was, I was gonna and say upsetting way. and I, I started to say disgusting. <laughs> it was Upsgusting. disgusting. <laughs> That was clearly my true feeling was yeah. that it was and disgusting. You're not wrong. That was, I was, that offended all my sensibilities, and I have like <laughs> spaceballs is my point of reference. So. Yeah, right. Pizza well, the Hut was a great, you yeah. know, like that yeah. was a crazy the, costume. And there's also that scene where Han walks over the tail of this CGI job of the Hut. And like I don't Trips. think that was I don't think that was in the original. Right? I don't think so either. I think they had to like make it work um, because I think Han just walks around back of him. Yeah. And then they in this in the remastered version they had him like walk on the tail. Jabba has this reaction. It's a whole thing. Mm. And I was like, why are they doing this? Why is this happening? So that was really upsetting. Check out the remastered version if you haven't yet because it's <laughs> very upsetting for all of us. It is just interesting to see. Right, it's just a, it's too much of a good thing, yeah, right? It's totally. it's taking it too far until it's kind of like, no, no, no. Like, part of what is so fun about that movie and how it kind of clearly, like, touched a point in the zeitgeist at the time and has continued to, like, reverberate throughout, you know, our culture since, right. is that, like, it's so engaging visually. They did so many, like masterful like clever things with you know the practical effects and so the deal with practical effects it makes it feel lived in it has this texture where like it feels real and so it is a little like I don't care how good you are at your CGI and like right. you just can't fake it like that yeah. a little bit it's like crossing genres and mm -hmm. the yeah the visuals of that movie for I mean for being how old it is it holds up considerably well totally and thank like, you for i mean because this has like a nostalgia component right. for me and megan but like that's yeah, like nice definitely. to hear that like from your perspective like oh yeah this is this feel this doesn't feel super dated i totally. guess and the spaceships like mm -hmm. that you know i i think they did such a great job and it it bums me out so much that like there was any need to feel a need to remaster it because it just it really does not achieve any kind of desired effect and it if anything it just totally distracted me from you know like well, I don't even know what was happening in those scenes because I was so fucking distracted by like these weird ass animals that yeah. like yeah. clearly had different lighting and like felt very like computer just like pasted yeah. onto oh. the original film and like ugh Absolutely. totally keep it OG like yeah. there's a reason that people love this so much yeah exactly mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know why he felt the need to do that. <laughs> well, it does bring into that, I, that kind of that concept about like who like once once art is made, and especially I mean I feel like this is like such a big idea too with like a movie or like a television show because there's so many people like individual people involved in making it a thing in the first place. Right. So, like who really owns it? Like you know who has right. the 
I don't know, the power or the say to, like, change it once it's already existed, you know? Like, once you make it, is it its own entity? And then sure. how the audience receives it is kind of, like, its next life. Right. And, like, I mean, that's how I like to think about art, is that, like, once you're kind of done... But then again, it's like, I don't know, like, it was his baby if he wants to go add scaly butts into it. I guess he but can. Like, but, like, is that helpful? Really, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't Good. love that, George. Didn't love it. Didn't love it. <laughs> but Hot tip. Didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, moving on a little bit from the special effects, we talked about both Carrie Fisher and um, a little bit about Harrison Ford, uh, but what do you think about Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, our main character, Luke. Our main character, Luke Skywalker, originally Luke Starkiller, but yeah, that was the original name of him. They ended up changing it. (laughs) Skywalker is better. Skywalker (laughs) versus Starkiller. Um, So yeah, what did you think, Brie? So I had this friend who uh, photo, like, who did a side-by-side of Mark Hamill and one of my exes, and so, like, the Great whole start. time, I just was, like, seeing her, and I was like, wow, that really is uncanny. <laughs> That's amazing! So, shout out to Paula for totally ruining Mark Hamill for me. Not that, it, you know, I think it actually made him more dynamic to me, because okay, well, that's good. I did that's not good. give a fuck about him. <laughs> Turns out. Turns out. I don't care. He does not make great plans. Like, uh. Yeah, sure. Not into his character. I do like his poncho, though. Hey, got a great poncho. There you go. Got a great poncho. I will tell you, we were, during the recording um, for the reaction video, I feel like uh, Sista and I both made some comments about how Luke can come across as a bit of a Harry Potter. Um, so, again, sorry that we're aligning so closely with that, but we're, we're big Harry Potter it's fans. It's Hero's Journey. It's like it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's my litmus for the Hero's Journey, I yes. think. And it, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a common theme that you kind of have this uh, dumbass renegade kid who <laughs> just kind of, like, has to go off and find his own story and all the things, right? And it's always, like, an orphan story, too. Like, always. I always come back to that. It's like, oh, okay, he's living with his aunt and uncle. What happened to his parents? We don't know at this point. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. They got um, pressed, but his aunt and uncle toasted. Yeah, toasty, they got toasted, roasty, right? Toasted. Mm-hmm. They sure did. So, um, yeah, so it's it's that story again, and then we've also got the mentor figure, um, Alec Guinness, who we'll talk about in a minute, but uh, Mark, Mark Hamill, Cease, do you have any thoughts on Mark Hamill? Sorry, before um, I get into my rant. Right. It is so fun. Like, I was kind of, I, as much as, like, I watched this movie a lot when I was growing up, yep. I will say that, yep. and, um, but I haven't, I've not watched it all the way through in probably a couple of years, so yeah. it's been a while. Me too. Um, and so I was kind of looking at it, I mean, it's always, like, through a little bit of that nostalgia glasses, um, but... Luke Skywalker is pretty whiny. Like, first time, I, I feel like we, like, you and I, that's, like, one reaction you and I definitely had. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. he, his, I don't know what his first line is, but you and I, like, parroted it back, just mm-hmm. like, oh, because, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> like, oh, uncle, I don't know about these droids. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's like, oh, okay, buddy. We're like, all right, settle down. Please. Settle down, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, like, when I think about it, flat. Yeah. He just, you Which know... Which is so funny because I feel like the whole fan... I don't know. Like, I feel like the Star Wars fan group 
love you guys, love the Star Wars fan base, but also, I feel like I've heard a lot with, like, the remakes, um, you know, yeah. or not, not remakes, sorry, I should say the, the, the new, sequels, the new, the, the new Disney versions. Disney take now. Yeah, yeah exactly, and, and Mark Hamill being back in it, um, with The Last Jedi, you know, I, like, I'll keep it spoiler-free, but at the same time, um, you know, I've heard a lot of people being like, oh, Mark Hamill's this, like, badass, and, like, Luke Skywalker's the biggest badass ever, and I'm like... Awesome. Did you fucking see the original series? Like, no, he was not. Like, he was a dumb kid <laughs> making all these fucking mistakes. Like, who, what Luke Skywalker are you talking about? Because I was not there for that, so. Totally. And I, when I think about it, too, he's, like, the highlights, Star Wars for me is about Chewie. Like, as a kid, <laughs> that was my first and foremost. I was like, yes, Team Chewie at all times. Sure. Um, and then Leia, and yeah. then Han Solo. Yeah, sure. And then Obi-Wan, and then Luke. <laughs> <laughs> That's but like... the little never nudes come before. <laughs> Jawas. Oh my god. No, but just that, like, I understand, like, the role that he plays in the story. Sure. But I guess for me, especially at this age, he's just not particularly engaging for me. But sure. at the same time, you know, like... He does, like, he, I don't know, he serves a good, a good purpose, and he does, he does have some character growth, you know, he, yeah, like, totally. he definitely becomes more proactive, and a mm -hmm. little bit more, like, less, less, I'm gonna whine about it, and, right. like, just complain about my problems, as opposed to, like, actually take action, which is, uh, in literature, my least favorite is, <laughs> like, like, Hamlet, worst character ever. Hate him. Oh, my yeah, God. All yeah. he does is whine the whole goddamn play. <laughs> fair, so, like, very fair. yeah, like, that trait, it's nice to see him grow out of it a little bit. And as, you know, he, there's more growth to be had, Brie. There are, you know, sure. more movies. So, like, yes. Sure. not in it for him. <laughs> and that's okay. I sure. think that's great that no, there are, fine. like, other engaging characters available. Sure. But I do like his, I do like the dynamic between him and Obi-Wan. I do. Yeah. yeah. I like that, too. Yeah. And yeah. just kind of, like, also how, like, watching it now, Obi-Wan, like, seemed originally kind of one of the classic, you know, just, like, older stand-in father figure, yeah, you know, who's, definitely. like, gonna help him out. But he's also kind of a little shady, actually. Yeah. And, like... That's fair. How it's, so? Well, like, okay, so they're... Hot take on Obi-Wan. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Shady as fuck. Continue. No, I mean, just like, you know, I, I think that we, uh, like a classic protector. Right, no, 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 just not like that. No, more like he's shadier in that, like, there's more of a shade of gray to him than, like, pure good, I sure. guess. Yeah, because yeah. he is gonna bone Darth Vader. They already boned in the past. It's right. The Griffin, uh, Grindelwald Dumbledore thing. Brie is already fleshing out her fix. She will write for this, guys, so get ready for that. No, um, it's like he uh, he has all this knowledge, and I'm sure, I mean, this part of this is like, I know what happens, right? But, like, he has all this knowledge of things, and what he chooses to tell Luke mm -hmm. at certain points and in certain ways yeah. to kind of, like... Create Dumbledore Harry. Yeah, for real. No, exactly. That's accurate here. Yeah. Very accurate. Very accurate, but very it's like, similar. Why are you deal. selecting to like only tell certain things? And only in this way yeah. so that you are creating this like particular like it's a interesting like little like slight manipulation. Even if in the end it will like 
you know, help Luke ar- along his journey, and, you know, like, right. it, it will, in the end, work out. It's just very interesting to kind of see that. Or even the whole, like, the Jedi mind trick yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's just, I mean, that's essentially, like, him using powers to get out of a speeding ticket, kind of. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, True. True. He's just, like, yeah. it's like, all right. But again, it's, you know... Sometimes you just yeah yeah you got to use your little what you can so you can go get your pilot and like sure. your pilot shoots someone before you leave I don't know just yeah. like how shoots someone... his arm off in that cute jacket yeah like cute jacket <laughs> that was we, oh my gosh guys when we were watching it and yeah <laughs> Obi Wan had to lightsaber the dude who was like hassling Luke at the bar. Um, and the, they do that pan-up shot of the, the bloody arm on the ground. Bree's response, oh, I like that jacket. That was a that cute was jacket. That was a cute jacket. Yeah, exactly. Very upsetting. Right. It was amazing, and we all were there for it. It was yes. great. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it is interesting looking at, at Mark Hamill and Alec Guinness's uh, dynamic, for sure. And I do think it is very Harry Dumbledore, for sure. For Always. sure. Um, yeah, and Mark Hamill, it's, it's interesting, he got his start in soap operas. Um, really? Yes, he did, and so... I mean, not surprising also, but... Yeah, and, and so he was also on, like, he did some guest spots on, like, Bill Cosby Show, Partridge Family, like, those, um, TV shows that were happening at the time. Um, God, when, cause that was, what, 60s, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... He was definitely a child actor. Right. Um, and he actually was reading for a part, um, oh gosh, and now I'm, like, looking at my notes... Slash Wikipedia. Sorry, Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> but he, he was auditioning for um, something down the hall, and then he ended up um, kind of walking into Star Wars. Um, but yeah, he was... Oh, it was uh, Apocalypse Now, and he was on auditioning what? for a role with Apocalypse Now. And he happened to go across the hall <laughs> and was like, oh, maybe I'll read for this part. Um, and that was Star Wars. <laughs> just casual. Yeah, Luke just, Skywalker. Like, that's, some, that's some white man shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> and additionally, I mean, he was like, what the fuck is this crazy space epic, right? Because that mm-hmm. had not been a thing yet, right? Like, exactly. You've got to keep in mind, this was like prior to a lot of shit, right? Um, and I mean, obviously we had Star Trek at that point, but... Um, this was the first movie. Star Trek had not been greenlighted for a movie at this point. So this is, like, a first space epic of this proportion, um, space drama, you know, that was happening at that time. And, uh, and that he walked into that audition and was like, what the fuck is this? And basically read for it and was like, all right, I'm just going to read this with as much sincerity and depth as I can muster and, like, be as, you know, and, like, kind of flow through with my integrity and hope that I just portray this character accurately. Did not read it all. So that... <laughs> Bree's like, fuck this guy. But I do th- I do think it read as, like, a teen who yes. didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, I think the character of Luke, I, I think it's an accurate read of, of an angsty teen who doesn't know what the fuck's going on and, like, is... Raging. Right? Exactly. That Whiny as fuck. Uh-huh. So, side note, guys. I work with a lot of teenagers, and so this, to me, <laughs> feels very accurate. I was like... Oh yeah, this is uh, this is my life when I work with teens. Um, so <laughs> I'm a I'm a school social worker, and so this is 
this is what I do. Um, and so hearing him go through that process, I was like, yeah, this feel that it, it did feel. No, it feels to me. real, even when it's obnoxious. It's, yeah, but well, you know, I, think I just don't like it. Knowing that it's <laughs> obnoxious is like the whole point, right? I don't know. Totally. I, so I, I was there for it, um, and I liked that rendition. But I also am frustrated by his character, right? I'm frustrated by Luke. He's dumb, and he makes poor choices. But. As as all of our heroes on their hero's journey do. Right. So, yeah. You're just young and dumb and full of cum. J- J- <laughs> they are young and dumb and full of cum. Tagline for the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> A hero's journey. <laughs> Accurate. Oh because gosh. if it was, like, if the hero's journey was ever, like, a female character, then it would just, like, be sorted in minutes, you know? Right. Be like, and done. And done. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, Crisis averted. We will get into the female's journeys with our female Star Wars characters later on. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. They're coming. We gotta get through a few movies first, but they're coming. Yes. Mm-hmm. No yeah. puns intended with the coming reference there. But anyway. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> fine. Except for Chewbacca, who's into other things. <laughs> <laughs> Some light animal play. Um... <laughs> So, um, that being said, now, Alec Guinness, um, so I definitely saw him in Bridge on the River Kwai, and he was a renowned actor, um, and I think he did, he did, like, plays and things like that at first, too, um, but he, and I, oh, I think he got maybe a Best Supporting for this role, Mm -hmm. uh, as well, Mm -hmm. and so, uh, I think one of the reasons that this movie was greenlit is because Alec Guinness signed on. They needed somebody who had a big name, right? George Lucas was like, I need all the young, dumb actors. Um, hence, you know, Gary Fisher, Harrison Ford, and Mark Hamill. But um, additionally, they needed somebody who had a name to actually get this off the ground and get it ready, and Alec Guinness was that person for them. Um, so takes on Obi-Wan. We talked a little bit about Obi-Wan and his relationship with Luke. Um, but, yeah, what, what did you think of that story arc and that... Uh, the mentor role, right? We I think we talked about old mentor tropes, um, and when when we were watching, and so, what'd you think of that? I, it's kind of, I was like, yeah, it's like Dumbledore and Harry. <laughs> you're like, this All is right, right, now back to Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> yeah, you're like, and we're dead. Yeah. I was like, I was looking at the scenery. You were looking at ponchos. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the ponchos are very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think of his and then voice I also coming just, back? Uh, well, I mean, that for me really just referenced uh, the little Schwartz guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He like talks to Bill Pullman. Sure, and sure. The ethos and you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm there for it. Yeah. Everything through the Spaceballs glasses. Sure. At all times. Yeah. That's all fair. Times. Yeah. Do, is it making you look at some of that? I mean, right, we just watched it, but is it making you look <laughs> at some of that stuff? Huh. Oh, I see now. Like, <laughs> what you guys were doing there. Yeah. No, I mean, if anything, it... I'm like, well, Spaceballs did it first. Mm. <laughs> that is hilarious. Spaceballs is also an amalgam of, like, all, all of, of them. The, all of the space mm-hmm. journey things, right? Have you seen Alien? No. Oh my. Oh my god. Okay, that's Put it on the list. That's another one we're gonna watch, you guys. But that's very I know the reference in the. Another You know, the space cafeteria and the little alien pops out of the stomach and sings the song. Sure. 
Sure. My sister and I used to torment my parents and just relentlessly sing that song. Jump out of bed when we were supposed to be sleeping, singing the song. But, hello, my baby. Yeah. Hello, my honey. <laughs> totally. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, my goodness. That is hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Um, and also from the Belcher episode of that. Where oh, yes. Alien Mama. Yes. <laughs> so yes, I just Bob's know Burgers. of everything yes. through... Through pop culture references. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Yeah, yep. that's fair. That's fair. I mean, pop culture is a big thing, and nerd references are rife through They're it. everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> but you, you've seen the, like, one of the nucleuses now, like, one of the sources. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this was a big OG source for a lot of pop culture stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, God, we've only, this is the only tip of the iceberg, right? Like, there's a bunch of shit coming up that has not, you know, obviously hasn't even been referenced at this point. So we'll we'll get to it in all of the episodes of all the Star Wars things, um, but we did so we made a reference a while ago. If you guys are wondering why we brought up Never Nudes, and if you've seen Arrested <laughs> Development, the reason we brought that up is because of the Jawas. Um, and so in our reaction video, we talk a little bit about uh, you know the costuming for the Jawas, and Brie asked, you know, do we ever see them without their little cloaks on and their little like little language they got going on. Um, and I was like, no, we don't ever see them. And she was like, oh, so they're never nudes. Got it. And so then we had this whole riff on, you know, jean shorts and jean rompers and a whole different, yeah, just you know, cutoffs in general. Mm-hmm. We talked about cutoffs. speculations what they're wearing. For a while. Cloaks. Yeah, what's yeah. happening there. It was an upsetting length of time that we talked about cutoffs. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how high-waisted things are now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look forward to that. Uh, but, <laughs> so... So, um, we, and we talked a little bit about the aliens, um, from, you know, the, the, uh, cafeteria scene or whatever, but, um, the, the Jawas, the droids, what did you think of all of, like, the low-tech stuff? How did you feel about everything that kind of went down with, like, the oh, alien the universe? Yeah. Droids. Um, yeah, a lot of droid racism, I don't, I didn't enjoy, but... <laughs> You directly uh, in the bar. True. Yeah. We don't serve your kind. Like, Get out. What? You serve literally every other kind that right. you could like <laughs> dredge up and like, but not fucking robots. Not all right. Not all right. Yeah. Like these are, you know, they speak English. Like the whole. Th- sure. One's got an accent. Yeah. Well, oh, I guess the three two. You know, it doesn't speak English, obviously. But yeah. The other one, like legit, speaks old school English. Sure. You know. Hold on, oh. real quick. Do you know the robot names? <laughs> um, uh, quick check in. Quick check. R two D two is the little Boom. guy. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Um, and then C P three O. C three P O. Good read. Good though. Yeah. Good. C the C P. You crushed it. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I would understand what you're talking about. So that's great. Cool. I'm only gonna reference it as the gold one. Brie likes gold. He is her favorite color. So. But also, the, you know, for me, OG is the, with the brassy hair, the female version of <laughs> So, I'm forever missing the titties and the hair. Sure. And the little skirt, you know, she That's little, true. Little skirt. So there is another female robot we will meet in the future. Very um, excited for her. It's part of Rogue One, so don't worry. Okay. Yes. Unfortunately, she's not as fashion forward, oh. but... Sorry about it. Yeah. She's pretty sassy, though. Sassy and <laughs> Sassy robot. Yes. You'll be into it. It'll be great. Yeah. And they're kind of our little, like, I don't know, our, like, in the story. They're definitely banging, too. 
R2-D2 and C-3PO. I mean, that fic exists somewhere. Yeah. They do definitely. love each other. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. They're also kind of, like, as the audience, they're, they kind of serve as, like, our little, or at least C-3PO does, mm-hmm. like, our little... I don't know, bridge into the universe. Cause he's the yeah. one like asking like the questions of like, yeah. what is happening here? Like, yeah. why are you doing that? Absolutely. Like, yeah. And, and he's our translator for R2 so that R2 can yes. be sassy as fuck mm-hmm. always. Right. And yes. be, just be like, beep, boop, 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 boop. And C3PO's like, um, yeah, R2, obviously we're going to do that. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or like, whatever it is. Or, or like, like, how dare you? Right. You don't have to take that tone with me. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, exactly. Just it. Yeah. What tone? Yeah. <laughs> no one else hears it. Because <laughs> no one else understands R2. Um, but yeah, I mean, the so, and the, the robots, they did get an actor to play C-3PO, and then I think they also, they did have an actor as well doing right. some of the R2 stuff as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, so. I did like the C- 3PO. C-3PO. Correct. Um... The gold ones, little uh, wires that you could see in oh, the yeah. torso uh-huh. in the back. Totally. I really, I did really like that. Into it, yeah. Cool mm-hmm. costume design. Right, and all of his joints, like yeah. you get to see a little bit of. Yeah, which is cool. It's nice that it's like unfinished, and yeah, it gives him a little more character. I think definitely. Right, yeah. even though he's gold, he's still a little rough around R- the edges. <laughs> well, he's got you know the seams, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure, too, like, practically speaking, was, like, they can't have, like, the metal go all the way through. There's a person (laughs) in there. They need to be able to move. So, like, that's an excellent... ah, That's a really cool way to, like, find a, you know, solution to that. solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sure. And who did the costumes? Do we know? Oof. Let's Google it. I could, yeah, I could look it up right now. Um, Yeah, I'm actually not sure who did the costumes for that. Oh, God, I'm on Mark Hamill's page right now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark Hamill. I'm sure you don't listen to podcasts. Uh, who knows? He, he might. I he don't know. know. Um, I realized the other spoiler I had is that I saw Ewok Adventures. Oh, yeah. We discovered that during the watching Oh, my also. God, yes. <laughs> Which I Love don't it. think I've seen that. Like, a little girl's know. costume in that? Excellent. <laughs> Lavender who did that silver. costume mean? Yeah. <laughs> Because that's true, like, once, once the Star Wars, like, once A New Hope, like, took off, like, and a whole component of... But Ewoks were not in New Hope. They're not, no. But I'm just saying that, kind of, what's, what's interesting about this franchise, and kind of one of the first things that they did differently, was how tied, um like toys like fandom items essentially were to the franchise and there's this whole there's a really there's a documentary series on netflix about um i think it's called the toys that made us but one of their episodes is about star wars toys and how yeah like it changed it changed the game in you know like if you're waiting for the next movie at least you can get the toys in between and they just kind of they, they hit the notes in a way that, like, people hadn't done before, and it kind of set this foundation that now all franchises do. Hmm. And it's not... And now it's, like, of course, spiraled into so many other things than toys and whatnot. But that is something that happens with this franchise of, like, 
these side parts and there's the Christmas special actually and like <laughs> which I've never seen either but um I'm pretty sure Carrie Fisher and at least Mark Hamill are in it what yeah I'm pretty sure like I'm not totally sure but I am almost sure <laughs> what could they possibly be doing at Christmas time I don't know because apparently <laughs> it's a galaxy far far away but they still have Christmas I don't know that okay. is interesting okay so in the meantime, I did find out who was the costume designer, yes. and it was John Molo, and he won an Academy Award for costume design for Star Wars. Great job. Uh, which he was quoted on, it was more like plumbing and engineering yeah. than it was costume <laughs> design, but hey, whatever. Great job, so. Right? Um, and yeah. he ended up actually, innovative. yeah, and he worked on uh, Alien, which we just spoke about, mm -hmm. um, you know, so, and that was in uh, 79, so that was two years after mm -hmm. Star Wars. Um, Alien was Sigourney Weaver, was 79? Correct. Yes, yeah. correct, and that was her first, first big thing. Slash maybe first anything, actually, with her. Mm -hmm. I think that she might have been, yeah, she might have been, that was her first time acting. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, in a feature, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, like, first, first movie, for sure, um, may have been her first ever anything, but, anyway, we'll get into that when we do our Alien one. Um, don't worry, don't worry, we're gonna Our do, list keeps growing. Do an episode on Alien. Yeah, we do, so, just a side note, we do have a whole spreadsheet situation happening, um, so... I'm a Ravenclaw, as is probably <laughs> apparent with this recording, um, so I'm going to do our sound editing, but I also um, started our spreadsheet list of all of the shit that we're going to cover in this podcast, and I just am really excited about it, so love spreadsheets, <laughs> Excel is my life, it's fine. Keep um, us organized, keep yeah. us on track. Yeah. 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 yeah, so yes. everyone needs their editor. That's my role, that's my job. It's um, true. Yeah. And don't worry guys, we will watch some things that Megan and I haven't seen and that Brie has. Most of them will be queer, queer content. Queer content and like movies from the 90s yeah. and early 2000s. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be a great time. Thanks for listening, y'all. You can follow us on Instagram at wait you haven't seen that. And also check out our website for some sweet, sweet merch. And if you want to see the circus in action, become a Patreon member for exclusive reaction videos and extra Princess Tegan content. If y'all were here for the shitstorm that was our pod, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Tegan Wu sure would appreciate it.